If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. I have a shirt, too. I don't know who mailed these to us, but thank you. Now we get to be on the list of the tightrope customers. Come on, a list. Some nice shirts. Oh, I forgot to. what I was actually going to open with for McNabb was three more days till Halloween, oh. Halloween, Halloween, three more days till Halloween. What is that? It took me two years to get that song out of my head. I'm not letting it go back in. <laughs> Uh, I, don't even know what, I don't even know what you're talking about. Halloween 3. Just like, uh, what the fuck was that? I actually... I, I saw the guys say that like Halloween 3 is weird because it has nothing to do with Michael Myers. But people have come to appreciate it for its for its own being. It's like, oh, maybe I'll check that out then because Michael Myers fucking sucks. And every like Halloween sequel is garbage. So mm. I tried it. And it was just like... it was It's so... Like, John Carpenter... I, I understand John Carpenter better than anybody else because I also have very ambitious creative ideas that I fail to execute <laughs> on a regular basis. So I just feel like mm-hmm. John, John Carpenter is like me making a new original song. Like he's got a great idea, a great premise. Uh, he, 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 he has the tools at his disposal to try and do it. And at a certain point, it's not coming out the way you think it should. And you just kind of cope with it. And you just keep going and you finish it. And you're like, Oh, well the next one, I'll get it right. <laughs> You just like go on and it's make got, another one. It's got Tom Atkins for some reason. Like, <sighs> I, I don't understand the casting choices. Like, I don't understand just, anything about what he does. Out. It's just like everything that guy does is like a, it's a great fucking idea that like just somewhere it falls apart, and you're like, what? Also, like, why did why did he make a Halloween sequel that has nothing to do with Halloween? That was baffling. I didn't know any about but, it because they were going to do an anthology. They were going to turn Halloween into an anthology franchise, where they just do like a different thing every year. I was looking for like because the thing was about the masks that make you that, that make the kids whatever turn in the butt. Like, I was waiting for the connection with like the the how the mask he wears to be like in the mask factory. They never did that. Like, it was a giant missed opportunity. Like the time. Well, what this movie is really about, it's about the vaccine. Oh my god. How did I miss it? Yeah. <laughs> the nanobot. This graphene nanobot. Just, like, he, he was trying to warn you. <laughs> well, he put particles of Stonehenge in your Halloween mask and yeah. mind control. Wow, that was literally... So now, now I see it in a whole new life. But I so anyway, that's I watched that yesterday. God, that was sh- pure, utter shit. Pure remember, and utter shit. I remember watching it and being like, well, that was that was different. It's different. I don't, I don't remember hating it. It's just I have no plans to watch it again anytime soon. Maybe ever. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah. not really there's not really much else to say about it that's relevant to. But I, I you you don't do prep in the car with me. If if it was if we were doing prep in the car, I would have talked to you about it there. But it's just like I've never I don't watch horror movies because they're for women. So. Um, there is lying with an agenda again. I know. I'm not lying with an agenda. 
He just feels horror left. movies just, are written with women, a female audience in he mind. Just feels most like he, of the protagonists just, in horror movies are he just, women. He just feels left out of the discussion because he hasn't known about it, so he has to right. come in, come in hard with something. I'm edgy. not look. So he has, I'm he has to come in with it's, an it's absolutely fine, absurd it's, novelty it's taste. Fine, if you like horror films. I'm just saying, this is not speculation. This has been shown that generally speaking, that more women go to see horror films than men. They have. Oh, really? more, it is the only genre where the protagonist is a female more often than a male. Horror films are the only genre where more often the the, the, the main character uh, is a see. woman. Uh, survey says uh, one survey found that on average, younger individuals tend to be more attracted to the scary <laughs> genre. Men are more likely to be fans of horror than women. Well, okay. <laughs> That's what you say. I mean, I don't have to believe that. That's one survey. That's just one survey. Okay, let's just stick with the novelty take on it. Well, so well, we just... could go back and forth on like assessing why like the other person's view, point of view that you don't share is female. This is one of my favorite well, things. Well, here's the thing. It since doesn't the, really matter. Since the, ad, since the advent of the, man, since the, advent of the manosphere, it's like, okay, thing that I don't want to talk about that you're talking about, well, I'm just going to assert that that's Well, that, that's not necessarily an insult to say that you like It's not an insult to women. insult you. Just because I'm insulting you doesn't mean I'm insulting you. But here's my thing. <laughs> it's not being pa- you know most even if that's pass- wrong that's fine. I'm passive, happy to be proven I mean, wrong on that. Passive aggression. Like, it's just not it's just not for me. I don't like horror. It's passive aggr- passive aggression speech is very female. You know, most passive aggressive protag- protagonists are female. <clears throat> well, it is true that there are more female um, main characters in horror than other genres. That is absolutely true. I know that for a fact. Cuz they're trying to get men to feel some sort of sympathy and involvement with the female character in danger. Well, the protagonist works. in Halloween Three is the Doctor. He's a dude. He has a sweet mustache. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but that, but like, <laughs> it, 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 it elevates the threat level. And but it no, makes but this, investment. this actually, you, you have to acknowledge that this is actually true. That oftentimes the woman, it does, I guess, it does increase tension. You're oh, there's a woman in danger rather than a dude. Where you don't really give. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of damsel distress stuff. Yeah, that's uh, what night. Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Friday Thirteenth are both that, fem- females all the time. Well, that, 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 that's idea... why Predator is not a horror movie because the the person in danger is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Doesn't really work. That's why the new Predator sucks because <laughs> the new Predator is the Indian lady. The Indian. Well, this teenager. is also why horror movies are like these weird morality plays where like the 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 the, the moral of the story is really like you should just be a traditional person because mm-hmm. yes, in the end you that's just the want the woman take. to get bailed out by a man. Right, or there's some subtle psychological thing I at think work there. Anyway, the top message in all the top message in all horror movies is to not be a degenerate slut because typically, if you can see your boobs on screen, you're going to die. You, you're going to die. Yeah. Boobs anyway, equal death. I've never enjoyed horror films. I, I just is it because they scare you and then you have nightmares and you have trouble <laughs> going to bed? When I was a kid, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. There's some. There's when I was a kid, so, I was scared. When you're a kid, I was legitimately like, scared of there, horror there movies. There it is. There it is. I don't like I horror movies because they scare the shit out of me. Well, now <laughs> when you're a grown up, it's like these horror movies just disappoint me because they're so stupid and lame, and they're not right, scary. They don't do like, anything. They scared me, and therefore that I didn't want to be scared too. Like this is fucking stupid. It's like I'm an adult. Why am I watching this? So you know what's interesting to me about that genre is there was a good decade where there was just <laughs> literally no truly good horror movie. Like what, late '90s through the 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 aughts. I'd say that streak. Well, every, is, everything sucks. I'd say the streak is still on. <laughs> well, you get some exceptions every now and then. I just wanted. I wanted hereditary. I just wanted a slice of life with McNabb for a minute about Halloween. Like that's why this happened. And I watched that movie oh, yeah. and it sucked. And I feel like, I felt like he was going to defend it. 
I mean, we could, we could have a fight. No, no, oh, I, I can't because I, 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 this year I've done a thing where I've been watching more quality stuff. There was a time though where I just watched everything. Oh, we I still got to watch Tales from the Hood. I got to watch that this weekend, man. Oh, we should do. So a we watch report it on. What? See, that's like me and sci-fi. I, yeah. I, I, I will tell you, I've never watched a Freddy Krueger. I've never watched a Nightmare on Elm Street, or they're the same thing. I never watched Friday the Thirteenth. I've never watched Halloween. I've never seen all the way through any of these movies. I've never sat through all the way through any of them. Any horror franchise, really. The only the only horror movies I think I've ever sat through was like Scream, but that was part uh, satire. So yeah, there was, was someone fun. making fun of it, but it's still kind of. Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Bag it. Yeah, and I kind of enjoyed that, actually. But yeah. um, I, I uh, generally speaking, have not ever done it. But with sci-fi, there was a point where anything sci-fi, I would watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, then it became like, all right. I stopped. The expanse ab- was like where I ended up. That's that. an abusive. That's an abusive. <laughs> Even habit. though I was, I actually was going to watch it, but I just stopped watching anything. Um, kind of once I got through the first two episodes of The Expanse, even though that was like the most promising thing out there, but still, I just now I just that's, don't watch anything. That's at all. how I felt up to the Halloween season. As I go back to the science fiction season, it's like horror movies are over. Now it's time to go back to sci-fi. Sci-fi, yeah, is... no, sci-fi. The the landscape is not particularly promising right now. Oh. I feel like anything sci-fi now is just going to be trannies in space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's going to be another Avatar. What's the? I, I can't Red wait. It's well, you remember when 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 Star Trek Discovery was in the works? We talked about it on this show when they were taught when they were first announcing that this was going to be launched, and I said it then. This is going to be trannies in space. I said this in like 2014 yeah. or whatever yep. they were first talking about. The show coming out, and I was like, "Yeah, no, it's going to suck because it's literally just going to be trannies in space." And I was correct. They literally, the main character is a woman named Michael. Michael yeah. Burnham is the name of Burn. a black woman. That's yeah, the lead that's right. character. So it's like, all right, just fucking, just fuck off, just fuck you, just get out of here. Just <clears throat> Michael Obama. Yeah, whatever. It looks like Obama. <laughs> Oh, anyway. They should have just had Obama be in the Star Trek. That probably would have been better. He's a better actor. They give the cap. They did like if they did a show where like Obama was legit, like the captain of a starship. I would probably watch it. Everyone, <laughs> Star Trek like, Obama. No, seriously, why? Three round power he would be to forward think about it. He's got the gravitas, right? He's he the next he, Obama. He, he can, you know, he. Look, I'm telling you, he would be a great Starfleet. Set course for something that sounds like space navigation. Warp factor eight. <laughs> Look, uh, we're just trying to get uh, we're just trying to get the uh, the Klingons up to the level of everybody else. It's not that we're not we're not against the Federation. We're just trying to get the Klingons up to the same level. <laughs> anyway, I keep I sometimes get Star Trek um, alerts on my Google feed because I still look at Google News to see what's going on. I got an alert that it's like that's right. They are going to make Captain Cisco a god. I like, saw what? that one. And it's, it's in some it. comic book. They're, they're writing some new Deep Space Nine comic book where Cisco is going to be a god. Such a grind. I have no intention ever consuming this. I try not to click those articles because if you click on it, you will never stop seeing it. If you click on one of those articles yeah, in your Google feed. It is not too late to experience my mercy, Captain Pike. Sorry. We got, we got the anyway. same Google feed. Well, I think I just put like sci-fi as one of my interests, and so I get sci-fi news, and that's one of them. Oh, 
But now I don't even want to hear anything about Seinfeld. I, I don't. I don't pay attention to anything coming out of it. Two fucking retarded Jews run the whole genre, so there's like nothing good that's ever going to come out of it. That's how it goes. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember the last time I saw a Google feed update about about anything sci-fi that really caught my interest. No, now I just hate watch. No, I can't even hate watch. I can't even sit through. No, this I mean, stuff. I hate I hate watch the Google feed. I don't watch oh, this <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even continue hate watching the Dahmer. It was too gay. I was like, all right, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I can't watch anything. No. Anything produced now, it just it just it problems was, with it. It, it just immediately stupid. triggers like my revulsion instinct. That Watchmen show, that's that was the final straw. After that, I was like, all right, oh, I, didn't even, I didn't even try. Oh, that's that. a good say, you. That's a good. Oh, because we're gonna Tulsa. We're gonna we're gonna get do some Tulsa shit. Because we're we we're have digging. some Tulsa stuff. So basically, uh, do you dig it, Tulsa? Tulsa, they are like re-exhuming bodies down in Tulsa. Um, for whatever reason, like they they're saying, like, uh, let me see if I can find this. It's like Tulsa to big to dig up. Who are they exhuming? Are they exhuming people that were known to have been killed or died in the thing, or they just have new bodies? Like, yeah, we're going to say these are victims of the the slaughter. Okay. Okay. So here we have um, ABC News. Exhumations resume for DNA to ID Tulsa race massacre victims at a cemetery in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Work is underway to remove bodies from their graves for a second time. In an effort to identify victims of the Tulsa race massacre, a team of scientists started the process of re-exhuming human remains Wednesday in their effort to identify people killed in the 1921 Tulsa race massacre. One of the worst known examples of white mob violence against black Americans in U.S. history. Literally a lie. Who published that? It's a total. This is ABC, but this has been this is syndicated across the first article. This was in The Guardian. Um. This is by Ken Miller from the AP. This so is one of the oldest. This is one of the oldest examples of hand waving black sexual abuse against whites and its consequences. Also, the mass being, murder of whites. Yeah, because remember, ten white men yes. were murdered by a black mob to right. start this thing off. That right. was why it happened. It was the only time blacks and whites had a shootout, and, and blacks got the better numbers wise than the whites, literally in history. Uh, and and then the, so they, they, it's also like. Let's be honest. Everything they say about this this happening is fake. It wasn't Black Wall Street. No. It was actually just a poor black district. The only reason they can say it was Black Wall Street and it was rich is because it burned to the ground. You, yeah, you so there's no was. evidence remaining. <laughs> but in fact, we've gone through the New York Times uh, thing where they went. They did like a little. They did like a 3D walkthrough. What was once Black Wall Street? It wasn't Black Wall Street. They had like they had like barber shops and shit there, and and just like basic stuff. Additionally. It was burned down by blacks themselves. As the claim was that it was burned down because civilian airplanes and police airplanes with white people were flying over it, dropping lit kerosene rags onto the buildings. And this was uh, setting them on fire and therefore the whole thing burned down. Um, this is bullshit. There is no actual evidence that this ever happened. There's no flight logs or anything like that that prove that this happened. And when you go back through the actual um, reports of the National Guard who was called up to quell what was a riot by what was a black riot. And we know when we watch black riots today, they burn down whatever they're standing next to, even if it's in their own neighborhood. They burnt Ferguson. They burned down their own neighborhood because we have cameras and TV and cell phones. Now they can't pretend and as they- if. 
they did it. In the, did it. They did it in the '60s too, and that's all been sanitized. Yes. Like whenever you see, it's like whenever you see like footage of a riot of a race riot from the '60s, <laughs> you, you always see like these fire hoses burn, and they're burning, like bla- yeah. and they're like blasting. It's like, well, boy, I wonder who called the. I wonder why the fire department was out there. They weren't there to just blast yes. water at niggers. It's because they set shit on fire. It's like it was right, very violent, right. disgusting. So, yeah. So there's two possibilities. One, the Tulsa race riot or the black riot was like fundamentally different from every other black riot we've seen, in which it was actually white people that ventured into the black part of town to burn it down or flew overhead. That's the other thing. It was actually so absurd. They're, they have to claim that people flew in in airplanes to yep. do it because the idea of whites going there on the ground to burn it down is so ridiculous because they wouldn't do it. There's even evidence uh, that we have when we read out the National Guard reports on this of fire departments trying to go into the black part of Tulsa to put out the fires and they were shot at. And we have the actual I read them on the show. We looked them up. The National Guard reports and the fire department <laughs> The report of the fire department to the National Guard commander. We can't go put the fires out because. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. Because niggers are shooting at us. It's like, I always thought that was ridiculous, that line from Edward Norton in the uh, American History X, but I had no idea how much. How salient it was. Like, they were shooting firemen. <laughs> His father in the movie no. is a fireman who got shot to death. Right. I mean, that's, that's the thing is, like, it's really, that movie I remember, was, that I remember movie being like, man, too many truths. I remember yeah, being like, wow, I remember it, being like, wow, what a, that must be such a, what a rare and unfortunate thing to happen. Niggers, like, shot a fireman. Yeah. Why would they shoot a fireman? It's like, oh, they do that all the time, oh, and they have been. They, shoot they did one last week. They shot a fireman last week. Yes. However, this was in a different situation. It wasn't, like, they oh. shot... That woman shot him, or that negress shot him in a different reason. But, yeah, so the whole thing is bullshit. It is a monstrous blood libel. But here's what shows you how hard our government and our country and on this system, the intellectual system, because this is being done out of the University of Oklahoma, uh, the people leading these digs and stuff, how hard they all work to blood libel white people. Think about this. It, this is fake. It's a lie. The Tulsa race massacre was simply another black riot like any number of dozens, hundreds of black riots we've seen in this country. We saw black rioting in 2020, which is very similar to what you would have seen in Tulsa. The only difference is there were, you know, there weren't shootouts because, you know, whites weren't defending themselves with guns the way they were in Tulsa. It didn't spread past the black neighborhood because whites actually took up arms, civilians and defended themselves. And the National Guard was trying to disarm whites, too, even back then, although they also complained because they uh, deputized whites who were willing to go and be – who said, okay, we'll be willing to, to join a militia right now to help put this down. Then you were allowed to carry your gun if you had been deputized by the, by the state. But that's another reason that they're saying, oh, the whites ganged up on us. It's like, well, no. Niggers went out of control in Tulsa. They killed – they shot 10 white men to death in front of the courthouse. That set off a huge freaking problem, and so the state said, "Yeah, capable white men as usual, as usual, as usual in America, niggers were given way too much leeway. They did what yes. they always do with too much leeway, and they have so much leeway now that they get to pretend fictions about the leeway they were given in the past right. because Jews run this country against well, our interest, and no one is willing except us to stand up and say this was all a lie. Niggers yeah. got better. Th- I mean." 
And what's even uh, funnier? I don't even know how to put even it. Funnier it's like it's like, if some, like if somebody decided to things, if somebody decided to fly planes over the black neighborhood, I've, it would still be just like I hate the like I'll I'll just I'll just cop okay, that like but, and it didn't ha- it didn't happen. But if it had, we'd be like, so what? Maybe things were that bad that that needed to be get done. Maybe that was the tactic. I mean, cry me bitter tears and play the violins. Like let's talk about the coal miner wars again. Well, there probably were planes. I mean, they probably did care. fly over to. Tell Seville, me about. Tell me about the coal miners. Bombs. Let's wait, burn wait, down wait, the coal. Let's kill all the coal miners. Let's talk about that. That's what the that's that's an outrage the American government uh, perpetrated on its own right. people. Niggers don't talking, count as American just, uh, people. Nigger, you're freed slaves. No. You should have been sent back. None of this shit matters to me. Tell me about the coal miners some more. Where's Elf Tommy? If we were talking about purely materialistic terms, if a bunch of airplanes flew over black neighborhoods and firebombed them out of existence, that would actually save the country a lot of money. Yeah, it would. Right. Save us but, enormous but here's money. The, here's the thing. They say that as they lie about that mm-hmm. because they feel like that has an effect. They feel like that that story it hurts white people to say it. But because white, I don't, white people, because white people like, like we should have done anyway. Well, because white people act like, no, like look, faggots, and I don't want to. I don't want to do, take that. I don't want to take that premise and run with it. Fuck that. If it had been done, I, so I understand. What? I understand your point. I understand your yeah. point. But here's we need point. more white people that would laugh at the idea of firebombing a nigger neighborhood because that would put, that would put us like the, this like struggle okay. for the like the struggle for the moral hygiene. We would never be that mean to niggers. Like fuck that. All right, that's I'm not all, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm team Sven on this one. Yes, that's fine. Yes, that's fine. We, we need biplanes with. I'm just fed up with this stuff. I'm just fed up. Yes, they're lying about. <laughs> I understand Tulsa. you're fed up. It's, they're lying about. <laughs> I understand Tulsa. you're fed up. I get up it. The they're going to dig up. They're going to dig up bodies and they're going to lie about it some more. And it's just like it's a fucking joke. And I'd rather laugh at it. I understand that. But the point is, if they're lying, we have to say they're lying. Sure. Because they're lying for a reason. Sure. And, and their lie, and just saying, I wish their lie was true, I think it's dumb. Because I think that's what not it what I said. plays into that's the hands of the... That's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said there's no reason to pretend like, it, it, like, like you can't firebomb a black neighborhood that's rioting. Because there's some moral line that's crossed there. Like, I don't, I don't buy their well, premise. I don't... Did. Stop it! I don't buy their premise 1%. At all. Like, I just don't care. Fuck Tulsa. Fuck every nigger in this country. They don't deserve to be here. They don't deserve the good treatment they get. And I, I, it's just, it's just, I wish everyone could see this and be just as pissed off about it as me instead of, because, you know, I've got the back of my mind, those, those kids uh, that said the word nigger are going to get charged right. with rioting. Yes. It's like, fuck yes. you. Fuck you. I get Fuck it. you, everybody. And everybody's going to scramble. Well why, were, well, why were they saying that? Why did they put it on video? Why were they? It's because they Hold should on. be a fucking allowed to because they're pointing at niggers and laughing at them. You should point okay. at niggers and laugh at them. You should advocate for them being put in jail for no reason. Every horror story a nigger's ever told, just like the Jews, should come true. It should just come true. The world would be a better place if that stuff was true. Because instead, what All you right. get is the horror story happens to whites in America and the country gets destroyed. So who fucking cares? Now I'm being giga yeah. Yeah, I mean, source. I made it up. Lo- are you no, really I'll let you that, guys that get upset, this out of your system. Sad. If, 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 if niggers are all locked up, or if, or if niggers, I don't know, get firebombed by biplanes, like, how is that going to make your life worse? Now you could go to the bank and not have to worry about getting robbed. You could go reason, to the public, not worry about getting the reason not the reason not to firebomb shot. a black neighborhood in your biplane is because it would be so dangerous to the biplane pilot. <laughs> That's the reason not to do it. You could you would you would set yourself a fo- on fire and probably crash the plane. It's not safe. Those things are what bodies are made of canvas. They burn. That's the reason not to do it. I mean, imagine if George Floyd had been firebombed by a biplane instead of had his uh, had Chauvin's knee on him. What a world better place to world I just, would be. I want white cucks to explain to me what what is the advantage 
to, to being nice. Oh, you see, the Jewish what media, is, what is the, Jewish, the Jewish media thinks you have to wait until something totally atrocious is done by a black before you consider laughing at something like burning them with fire. <laughs> never mind that something atrocious happens like several times a day that niggers do to whites. But there's a there's a there's some moral judgment is going to come out of the ether and say, oh, no, no, no. Well, why do people tell atrocity stories? Because Jews run the Why entire people, because well, Jews no, 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 because no, no, Jews no, no, run the world not, because Jews no. run the world because Jews run the world and victim whoever the biggest victim is I'm is the winner. They level. want to shame you. They want to morally shame right, you about something. Right. That's why they do so it. So when you say that I'm not ashamed, I would just I would just even though this atrocity is false, I, I would not just do it anyway. I'm not ashamed. Like then you're just uh, you just uh, you're just voluntarily occupying the moral low ground they're trying to put you on. What I'm telling you is. These people are lying about us, mm-hmm. they are lying. and it's important to say they are lying rather than just say, I wish it were just true, because then they can just use that to say, see, they really are monsters. Like, that's why I don't use that kind of rhetoric. I mean, if you want to do it, get it out of your system, fine, but uh, just I'll wait until you're done. And then I'll- Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption, not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel. Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. I'll continue. My point is it's more important to be factual and document how they're lying sure. and then let people draw their own conclusions. Um, but if we just say, like, oh, sure, they said it happened, it didn't happen, but would, I would do it would, anyway. Would it be fair to say that for the very same reason we, sh- we should uh, we should object to being called anti-Semites because we're playing into their moral paradigm? I, don't, I mean, there's there's obviously nuances here. You, it's not a hard and fast rule, but I think they're going and saying, yeah, I would, like, firebomb people. It's just uh, it's not unnecessary. It doesn't help. Like, I mean, we, we the question is, the question is... about the Holocaust quite a bit. Like, yeah, I wish it had happened. I don't say that. <laughs> I have never said that. You will never. You will. You go back through every recording of me and see. I. I've tolerated people around me saying it because I understand people get angry. They want to get out of their system. I've never said that. Well, I, I simply want I, to document their lies. I can't believe you cucked on that one. There you go. <laughs> Again, that's fine. You guys want to. Do that? Doesn't okay. even want the Holocaust to happen. that's not the point that's not the point what i want is i want these people to be treated justly how they deserve to be treated now i think what actually happened to blacks in tulsa was justice Mm -hmm. at the time yeah which is basically every black was arrested just every black person was arrested and and they leave us alone that's justice Yes. Ultimately, there is no injustice in separating as, as with force. There is no see. injustice in using force to separate black people and white people. Oh, yeah. Per, per, per there is no injustice. That, in that is not unjust. To us and in fact, disaster. And if, if their claim is you kill us and massacre us, they should want that. But they don't want that. Instead, they want to tell lies in order to continue to extract value. Now, they wouldn't be able to do it without Jews. This is not being organized by blacks. Right. This little thing, I guarantee you this is being – we actually looked into this. The head archaeologist from the University of Tulsa is Jewish. Yeah, I remember So that. the other thing that. is when you go off the handle like that, if there's people that don't know all these stories, they're going to immediately be like, well, these guys are just crazy, and they haven't even heard the factual account yet. I'm crazy. So 
I'm not the one. Fabri- I'm, not, I'm not the one fabricating these historical lies out are. of nothing. I know, but it's just I'm like I'm not I, saying you I'm, are. I'm, I'm saying it's I don't care about the delicate fucking things, sensibilities. And I understand you have been through so much of this that yeah. your anger makes you go off like that. But I'm if not going off. New to I, this, no, they want I to am, hear the facts. I'm not going and off. And then they can get as angry. As I'm you. not angry and going off. I want white people to be monsters <laughs> because you're never going to get justice without being a monster. I disagree. Monsters with that. get justice because you have to use force to get. You have to force your will on the world. That's, That's fine. what Jews do. Jews are monsters, and they get what they want. I they disagree get they get... with the premise of being a monster. I don't think it's monstrous. Well, I it's think monster being to firm, them. It's monstrous. Well, they, fine. They, they will characterize monster. it that way. They'll characterize everything as being difference a monster. Absolutely. Between using force firmly and justly, using force and administering justice with like slaughtering and massacring people wantonly, there is a difference between that. Who's talking about that? that? Is not, they are not the same thing. They will portray it the same way. But I don't give a shit. I'm not falling into their moral trap, but I'm also not going to like occupy the position that they want me to occupy in the narrative. I'm, so that's my point. Um, he who fights with monsters should look to it that he himself does not become a monster. Why? He might All right. I mean, whatever. Now, like you're, now, you're arguing, now you're arguing with Nietzsche. All right. Fuck him. Well, that's what isn't Nietzsche said this, right? <laughs> one of, is that one of his <laughs> so tweets? It, I, so he would agree with my position. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there we go. But that also, even if he didn't, it wouldn't matter. Because okay, I just disagree with Nietzsche on something. Fine, whatever. I don't, who cares? I don't, I don't know if Nietzsche had sciatica or not, but disagree with the position. He had syphilis. It was worse. Oof. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, necessarily sure he had syphilis. I know that gets thrown around a lot. I yeah, maybe it's, maybe that's a lie. Maybe you know what it was. I think wasn't that like his sister was saying that because he was saying anti-Semitic shit and she wanted to shut up or something. I just I, I just know that there's Nietzsche scholars that have the actual answer to this, and I'm not one of them. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. That's just a meme that goes around. I could be totally wrong about that. I'm sorry for repeating something without evidence. But um, so the point here is that. But think about this. I want people to understand the links that this government and this system is willing to go just to tell a lie about you just because you're white. Mm-hmm. They are willing. They already did an excavation of the cemetery. Yep. They found nothing. They didn't find anything. We knew they wouldn't find anything. We predicted they wouldn't find anything. Additionally, their little celebration that they had planned in 2021, they're like uh, centennial of the Tulsa so-called race massacre, which until then had been called the Tulsa race riot. And before that it was called the Tulsa, uh, it's also like uprising, Negro uprising or something like that. Um, in other words, the, it was characterized by the state as like a revolt, as like a revolt that they put down by blacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that in all the writings going back to the the, the time from the National Guard and, 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 and other things, which I've actually read and I've read on this program. I'd have to dig through and find out which episode we did that on, but I know we did it. So. That's how that they already dug these bodies up and reburied them. Mm-hmm. But they're so desperate to have to to verify their bullshit claims of all these murdered blacks because they're the amount that is documented, the amount of black deaths that are documented is like 34. That's how many that are have been documented. And they did a congressional study in 2001 again in an attempt to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's all they could verify. And now they're trying to justify their claim of up to 300. But that number has no substance. They just say up to 300. And so now they have they, – they, they dug up 19 bodies from the cemetery, and now they're saying they're digging 14 of those 19 back up, and they're taking DNA samples from blacks in Tulsa that are saying they're descendants and are going to see if any of that is true and, and see if they, and they qualify for some kind of reparation. And my prediction is none of it is going to be true. 
And then they're going to excavate another section of the cemetery as well. And my prediction is they're not going to find anything there either because their claim of an estimate of between 75 and 300 is a wide range. And both of which are significantly Mm -hmm. higher than the verified 34 black deaths. And there was some dozen white deaths as well, including the 10 whites that were murdered initially by the black mobs to start this thing. Uh, These numbers are just accurate. At the time, the government just accurately counted the dead. And they can't, they just, they, they have, they want to somehow make that not true because they want to turn it into something that it's not. And the whole thing is a lie top to bottom. Mm-hmm. There was no black Wall Street. There was no massacre of blacks. Blacks started it by murdering 10 white people. The white people responded. Then the state came in to put down a riot in a black ghetto where the blacks were once again burning down their own neighborhood just like we've seen in every other black riot including 2020 what's funny is their little celebration was ruined by two things covid was one and the other was that the only black there's like three black centenarians in tulsa who are still alive and they were going to do like remember this they're gonna do like a benefit concert yep. at the centennial celebration and the attorneys for these three black centenarians, who those people probably have no idea what's going on. They're 100 years old. Wanted a million dollars. <laughs> they had said they were going to give them $100,000 each. And then right before the thing, they said, no, we want like a million dollars. They saw what a big deal was being made of it. So they asked for more money. And they, they didn't have it. The city didn't they, they, have They wouldn't even have time shit. to spend it. It wasn't going to the, the old people. It was going to their fucking lawyers. So, uh, so like, who, who were also black. So the funny thing was, it's like they had planned this thing and they had budgeted like a hundred grand to give to these people. And they, and basically that was also going to their attorneys, but because they're black and they saw like a big deal was being made of it, they saw money being thrown around. They just said, Oh no, we want a million dollars each. And the city didn't have that money budgeted. They just didn't have it. So they couldn't do it. So they pulled out. So they couldn't even do their fucking benefit because the, the three blacks that were alive in 1921, they're probably dead now. Uh, they weren't going to show up. Because their attorneys wanted a million bucks each. So, like, they fucking ruined their own stupid thing. And uh, and I think that they won. And, and we know that the reason Watchmen is related is because, of course, that Watchmen series by Damon Lindelof mm-hmm. was featuring uh, one of the storylines featured this this uh, thing in, it, in an effort to gin up interest in this centennial race hate celebration that they were going to engage in. It's kind of funny to me how that got kind of derailed by the... Where was it again? The blacks rioting and burning things in 2020. That's the other funny thing is that there was there was that was that's probably the other thing that fucked up is that there was another there was a whole summer of black riots because I think we first covered this in 2019 when we said okay they're gonna they're gonna do this we're gonna try and ruin it and then they ruined it for themselves they did a summer of looting and burning then there was COVID and then there was the fact that they themselves wouldn't show up because they wanted more money so. I, I think that constituted something of a problem because if you were to follow that with your discussion of the oh you know the, they, they firebomb yeah. us like but why would I assume that looks like you people just burn yourselves and everyone around you well also there probably would have been honestly a lot of white people probably would have reacted to it hey everybody Jordan Peterson here I wrote a book about twelve rules for how to live your life and I have a thirteenth rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. You guys did. Yeah, they probably yeah, they probably would have. Which is like cause because I know that during the black rioting, 
of 2020 in anarchist writing, there were people that were like, can we just firebomb these people? Doesn't anybody have biplanes? Can we just napalm these people? Can you just drop turpentine? (laughs) If you're Miles Power, like, stop drinking it for a second and light it and throw it out of a biplane onto, like, Minneapolis. (laughs) Was it Minneapolis? Yeah. No, he would would be dropping paint stripper. Oh, man. That can really burn you. You don't even have to light it. It's just like, ah! What is the difference between paint thinner and... What is the difference between turpentine and paint stripper? Is paint stripper a different chemical? You mean paint thinner? He was saying paint stripper. Paint stripper could be any number of things. Depends on what kind of stripper. That might just be what they call it in England because they call stuff different names. You know, they call normal things by a different word in England sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see them just calling paint thinner paint stripper. I could see them doing that. That's the kind of dumb shit they do over there. Have they got them really to stop dumb. saying fag yet? Because you, you can't strip paint with paint thinner. So, way well, to go, I Paint stripper is like a tool, though. It's not like a liquid. It's like the... Yeah, it's, a, it's gel. It's like the blade, right? You just scrape it off. Oh, a scraper. Oh, it's well, a that's gel? a scraper. Well, paint stripper. Oh, so there is paint stripper. Yeah, yeah. There's several kinds. Okay, so there's, I don't know anything about it. There's an adhesive that's like on a paper that you put against <laughs> the wall and you let it uh, react okay. for a while and you okay, peel it off. Okay, that's the mechanical way of doing it. Yeah, there's that. There's... There's gel that like well, melts it, like, and you scrape any, it off. A person could be a paint stripper. Yes, I can. I'm, you can. As you strip the paint, you are a paint stripper. Yes, but he you, was he was specifically saying like your paint last name could be stripper. paint stripperson. I thought it was turpentine. I thought he was telling people not to drink turpentine. Well, yeah, I mean, probably whatever. I mean, is anybody actually drinking mineral spirits? I fucking hope not. Does anybody actually care if like horrible, violent things happen to blacks? I'm not saying, like, do you has want to been, uh, do I don't. They wouldn't care. Has anybody I mean, been they, drinking? They, they, they do horrible, violent things to themselves. They do violent, well, they do have horrible, violent things to us, and then I'm supposed to say that it's in self-defense that I'm not supposed to get mad. Like, that's where we are. It's, it seems that their baseline is to cause horrible, violent things to happen to people around them. Yeah. That's just what they do. So if they're, if so, they're the victims of it, why do I give a fuck? Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I actually about found this way. That... Think about this way. In, in, in this biplane uh, napalm <laughs> attack <laughs> that we're talking about. Well, how, many, how many of those, how many of those niggers have not just gone off and shoot each other? Danger zone. <laughs> like, that's a good, there's a Top Gun prequel. It's like Tom Cruise. He's so old and he was still alive back then. And he's just like flying the biplane, throwing turpentine at, at Negroes, burning down the, well, it's actually burning down the Negro stock question. exchange. Like, what kind of stock are they selling in there? What kind of speculation is having in like, Negro Wall Street? There's like, would there it's be a, a very there, would, good there wouldn't be there wouldn't be statues there wouldn't be statues of a bull and a bear, you would have statues of like, you'd have like a chicken, and like the watermelon, and then that would be like instead of the bull and the <laughs> like that would be the statue outside of the Negro Stock Exchange at <laughs> Nigger Wall Street. It's like you'd have the the chicken and the watermelon, ugly bags of mostly watermelon. That was my other joke <laughs> for today. That was my other joke for today. I burned that. I burned that gun. I burned that like I burned that like a uh, turpentine bomb from a biplane. I'm gonna keep saying it. It's so absurd. It's well, absurdly that's funny. That it's that's like, how the... would that even really work? Like, why can't they do like a good? Why can't they do like a good bloodline? Because they don't understand how things work. But I mean, it's Jews running it. I, mean, I actually, you know what? Because I've heard about this before. Well, the pro- the this big is the problem. Yeah, it's been going on for a long time. A long time. This is the problem that they have though. Is that when Jews do the want to do this atrocity propaganda, they have to work with what they've got yeah. in terms of who the victims are. It's, it's similar. I mean, why do Jews themselves tell retarded stories? The bear and the eagle. Because that's yeah. like just just do it, and they had to go, they had to work with what they had. And, and, and they're the, like, all right, what basically what, what punishment scholarship? What is, punishment do my people deserve? Okay, that's the story I'm going to tell. <laughs> right. What 
what Holocaust scholarship is, is basically sorting through all of these accounts and figuring out what is plausible enough to include in the official canon and what to, what is to be like pretended not to be mentioned. And it doesn't matter if they're by the same source. Like if, if one person says something absurd and they also said something plausible, you can just clip what's plausible and hope that no one else ever looks at the full record. Ah, that's how that works. That's what Holocaust scholarship no, is. Right. Okay, are we frozen again here? Uh-oh. Oh, no. I've still got you. Oh, we're doing I this think today. We lost him. I don't understand. Yeah, I have I have you guys. Oh, just keep talking. Just just keep talking. Just I'm keep talking. How far are we getting before this happens? <laughs> looks like about maybe 40 minutes. Just keep talking. Yeah. Just keep right, talking. We'll just, that's, I mean, at this point, way. I don't know. I have you. Well, keep talking. I thought I heard him come through. For you, you're telling you well, just this keep tends to happen. He oh, hears wait. us. It's still recording. I'm saying just keep going. It's fine. Okay. I'm going to assume I can still be heard. Yeah. I actually found the Miles Power video, the quack that wants you to drink paint stripper. I think on some level, given that we did a video on the quack that wants you to drink bleach, we like maybe somewhat <laughs> owe him an apology on this one. Because we remember we made fun of him for saying, oh, that's a big contribution. Don't drink turpentine. Yeah, who needs to see that? But then we showed that there are, in fact – like complete retards out there telling you to drink bleach and we debunked that. However, that doesn't mean I will, I will say this. I'll apologize to you for making fun of you on that. If you just drop the Holocaust, well, actually I don't need you to drop the Holocaust shit. I want you to try and do your video attacking Gilmar Rudolph. Cause I don't think he's ever going to do it. <clears throat> but anyway, that's really all I had on that Tulsa shit is that they're just doing that. I mean, it's kind of ghoulish. It's like these bodies were buried. You dug them up. It's ghoulish. We buried them. Now you're digging them up again. It's for Halloween. We're going to dig the bodies up there in Tulsa. They were killed by biplanes with turpentine. <laughs> How many bodies are under this cemetery? Let's check their DNA. For what? Let's, uh, let's grossly misinterpret the legal ramifications of how they died. Let's pretend they were victims. What was that nigger's name again? Who is the Diamond? What? Wait a minute. Diamond Jim? No. Diamond Dick. Diamond Dick. How are you going to identify the bodies and say that these were blacks? I don't think that's possible. That sounds like racist science, right? Yeah, like there's no race. You know, there's there's no. That's true. There's no There's no scientific basis for race. So how would they know from studying the DNA that these people were even black? Because those could be dead white people. I forgot about that. Right. I mean, this is my question: Is there a way? Because they're saying they're digging them up for for DNA analysis. Now, presumably, DNA analysis can tell you something because DNA is an individual thing, right? It's associated with an individual. Mm, right. So my question would be, though, that you would theoretically have to dig up every single body. Yeah. Unless, I guess, there are some who where you know who the person there buried in that plot is. But there's a there's a part of the Tulsa Cemetery, which is where the state would go and bury or the city would go and bury indigent unidentified people that had died right so if like a body was found then they go and get buried in this part of the cemetery where they they, they don't know who they are and so they give them a grave but the, the, the other problem plot. though is if you're just digging up random bodies you got to figure out when they died Did right. they die around the same time that this happened i mean right this is this is the problem they've had but my question is do you have a way do they have a way that they're using this is pretty annoying huh all this can go away you bought a paywall at brightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, 
or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. Based on just the remains that they find from even just looking at them right away that they can determine if this person is black or white. Could you maybe look at the skull and see this one has a prognathism. It's a black. This one has this one doesn't have a prognathism. That's a white person. This one couldn't or, possibly sorry, pronounce prognathism. This one doesn't have a jutting out. I don't know what the correct term is. You know, like the the jutting out of the uh, like our faces go like this. Black yeah. people's faces go like that. You know, like like basically like a fucking ape. Okay, like it's uh, it's very similar how their their prognathism sticks out. Um, so could you can you maybe immediately figure out if this is a black person or a white person by looking it's at the skull? A, I'm just curious. I want to know. You tell me, a, archaeologists. It's not just an ape. It's a particularly violent <laughs> ape that likes to shoot people. It's a chimpanzee. Like mo- most apes don't behave this way, except mm-hmm. I guess chimps. Chimpan- well, chimps chimpanzees are, like, I'm rip- saying, as I've always like said, eat people. do not insult off. gorillas. Yeah. Gorillas are majestic <laughs> creatures. Um, Harambe's, loss is a, Harambe's loss is still with us, folks. We're still reeling. It is the chimp that, that is, the, that is the, the type of ape you are looking at. Yeah, the don't, chimp is erratic and eats people's faces. It's never called it an ape out. It's a chimp out. It's, never been an ape <laughs> it's, not, a gorilla, it's not a gorilla out. <laughs> it's not a gorilla out. Although we should probably change pavement apes to pavement chimps, but it doesn't, it well, doesn't troll off just, the tongue An the ape is way. just a class, right? Yeah. Like so, so ape. There's many different types of apes, but the specific type that I think blacks come from is chimps. Right. That's the one that they're yeah. most similar to. It's the only thing that makes sense. And, right. and if you read some of the accounts of chimp violence, and it really is shocking. I'll be back in a moment. I don't have my water. No, that's because they, they chimps form tribes, and they have yeah. like intertribal warfare, and they like eat each other, and yeah, they kill children. Very vicious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there have been a few times when humans have tried to have a chimp as a pet, and that never ends well. They always end up with their face ripped off. Because that chimp is, like, several times stronger than, than a human. Like, the chimps are very strong. Their muscular strength and their the tensile strength in their arms. There's even a high. question here. Are chimpanzees more aggressive <laughs> than humans? Oh, my God. Are, they, are they, chimpanzees more aggressive than humans? That's the question that's being asked here. Uh, well, I think, I think human behavior is... I mean, maybe, but I think I think in terms of their their sort of their their beha- yes, I would say yes because the aggression is part of their normal behavior cycle, and aggression is sort of part of a normal human behavior cycle too. But it's definitely wait, 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 wait. This sounds familiar. Scientists define two broad categories of aggression as proactive and reactive aggression. A key difference between human and chimpanzee aggression is that humans are found to have greater inclination than other primates for proactive aggression. Meaning aggression is more thought out or planned. Right. Chimpanzees. That was kind of what I was trying to get to. Yeah. 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 Chimpanzees have been found to to more often partake in reactive aggression. So yet again, huge parallel with blacks. They don't really plan out their aggression that well. They don't put a lot of thought into it. They just fucking just do it. Right. Which is which is I think actually a way of of, um because oftentimes you know blacks or, or whites. Speaking on behalf of blacks or Jews speaking on behalf of blacks will say something like, oh, you say they're so aggressive, but look at all the wars that Europeans and whites have fought. And then people are like, well, that's different. And they're like, oh, violence is violence. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. The ability to build a state, build a military and, and engage in a war for an objective is very different than simply lashing out. Because you're mad or because like you, some sensory input was received by your brain. And so you just went 
and lashed out. So the studies are suggesting there's evolutionary reasons for why chimps would be aggressive and violent. So what about the other primate on that continent? I wonder if there's kind of evolutionary basis for them. According to science, evolution ends at the human race. They're more religious about this. They are just as religious as like the young earth creationists. I mean, this is the problem. This is the problem with Borsenkoism. Because right now in America, we live under Borsenkoism. There's, there's, there's a pseudoscience uh, that races are equal and the Jews don't run anything. It's called Borsenkoism. What is but this yeah. here? The, the Gombe Chimpanzee War. The four-year war was a violent conflict between two communities of chimpanzees in Gombe Stream National Park. Okay, so maybe maybe the chimps are smarter than blacks. Because <laughs> if they had had the time preference to carry on a conflict that long. A four-year conflict. Dude, they should make like a video game based on that. Oh, my God. The chimps are really going to get guns and eventually take over the continent. It's going to be Planet of the Apes, but it'll be in Africa, and the chimps will be keeping blacks as slaves. Oh my god. This could be a Well, movie. I could see there'd be a war between like blacks and chimps. <laughs> like I could see I could see like Europeans colonizers or something like that, like coming to the continent and like checking things out and like, oh, it looks like this this tribe of chimps is at war with this tribe of blacks. <laughs> oh, sorry. I could see it happening, and the chimps might win. <laughs> they are stronger. It seems like they might be more clever, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. That that was a good segment, I suppose. Oh, is that going to get clipped? Probably not at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, yeah. Us discussing the chimpanzee war and the, the chimpanzees enslaving all the blacks of Africa. I mean, you can make a movie about it. I kind of want to read more about this chimp that, war. That's highly interesting to me. It seems like, to uh, me, seems to me that this would really, really be a hard thing to approach. Chimp, what, you mean from, like the, from, the woman like, king? Is that a chimp war? <laughs> I mean, if well, you know, because the chimp war lasted four years. If you were to There's observe, no war between whites and blacks has ever lasted that long. Hmm. Yeah. If you were to observe a chimpanzee war against blacks in Africa, what do you do? I mean, I who's side? You just, who's, you just document. And you just observe. I, clap. The the prime directive Cheer. comes into play here. You don't you don't want to interfere. You just want to look. And start selling. You know, stay, like, yeah. Start selling. Like you don't want, you don't want to interfere because it's a natural phenomenon. You want to let it evolve on its own. You you don't you you want to see where it goes. What do you root for? So you, what you do is you create these little holographic blinds that you would hide in in the rock face and just watch. You start like <laughs> okay. I, I know what you do. What you do? You, you start. You start yeah. create. You start creating like uh like. You, you you create arbitrary like statistics for you know the different <laughs> participants, so you can start compiling stats. So then you can start like maybe having like trading cards. Now you right. could have then you could after it's gone on for a long there's enough data, you can now create fantasy chip wars. You want to start fan, develop, you can, yeah you want to develop fantasy characters chip, and storylines. We have yeah. fantasy chip wars where now like you and a group of your like upper middle class buddies can get around and have a simulation. <laughs> of a chimp war using the statistics you've collated with trading cards and whatnot and records of the previous chimp war. And now you can just have fantasy <laughs> chimp wars and you could like bet gamble on it to be a great yeah. pastime. I mean, that's basically it's fantasy football in a nutshell. Just, I mean, right. right. Imagine that you're U.S. president. What do you say about the chimp war conflict? What do you tweet? 
as little as possible. Well, know. you start. Well, you, you what you would do is you figure out um, something about the gorilla which side mm. winning would help further help Zionism, and you give it like millions billions of dollars every month. That's true. Which does Zionism have a stake in the chimp war? Yeah, you pro- side did the Jews take in the chimp? You prolong the chimp war by 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 sending mm. aid and weapons to one side or or, or both. Are Jews anti? I mean, are, are chimps anti-Semitic? I think this now? conflict. I, I don't know, Alex. I think this conflict is just like chimp east versus chimp west, and we just have no purpose. <laughs> and there's no purpose for us even advocating for any either side. Well, you, you missed the part where you said that they literally documented a four-year war between two <laughs> tribes of chimps. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, like literally. Were they and, literally the Crips and the Bloods, or is it? <laughs> Basically, I know yeah. I, was, I didn't have my water. I, how they and I went to get it. Things spiraled out of control. I was gone for like ten minutes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's like things escalated when I was upstairs. I think, I think I found a, a potential workaround for for being. Oh, oh, oh! You don't like interruptions? Well, this is a different kind of interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only ten dollars a month. Uh, un- un- unless you're using like e-checks, then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right slash paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use. A bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But, yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Uh, racist here. It, it seems like organisms Stop. originate from the I'm not, inter- I'm, not I'm, whoa, I'm not interested then. I don't want to work around for being racist. There's no need for it. I'm, I'm, good with, I'm good with where I am. Thank you. I'm not being racist against blacks. <laughs> it's just they originate in Africa, and it seems like everything comes from Africa. It's just evolutionarily, they tend to be very violent. That Dangerous. is true. That is true. Well, it has nothing to do with skin color. Have you heard this cope um, for saying that, like, there's only one race, the human race, and that all previous studies that that actually show sort of like clusters of different types of humans that can be easily identified and uh, is, is, is wrong because Africa has like more genetic diversity inside of it it's all it's like kind so of a, vin diesel. A, a variation on lewontin's fallacy right vin like, diesel has like more diversity vin diesel diversity more within within vin Africa. diesel <laughs> <All right. laughs> diversity within vin diesel he has more biodiversity right in, in his that's brain. vin diesel yeah that's vin diesel. <laughs> i told you that motherfucker was white. he's got like early he's got like late 80s uh 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 Bruce Willis hair. That, that looks video, like the fucking that dude that was from Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that Jew? What is the end? What is this like a Law and Order uh, the, thing? Is the, he in Law and Order now? Like. It's been a big nose to tell you in the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Well, you think about it. He played Dungeons and Dragons a lot, and he's been aggressively LARPing as part black. Well, doesn't he have a brother person. who's just white too, or something? Yeah. Like yes. like, well, he just he, he's proof positive that there is only one race, the human race. Because he's just like no one. You look at him, it's like 
What what does the data what does the DNA analysis say? Like, dig him up in Tulsa. Tell me what happened to him. Nobody has any Well, idea. no one ever thought he was black. People thought he was some kind of mystery meat. But yeah, I always thought he was brother. Then I thought he was Puerto he's Rican. Just white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Wait, yeah, wait. Nah, Fraternal twin brother named Paul Vincent Sinclair. That dude is just fucking white. And that guy's just white. So yeah, Vin Diesel's just, just white. He's just white. He's That's just weird white. looking. Striker always insisted on this. Because striker is like oh. threshold by being from being Mediterranean is like threshold of white is yeah. like somewhat lower. He has a vested. So he was like he was saying Dan Bongino is white, and I'm he right. has an ulterior motive. No, he convinced you. Me. Were, you were saying that that you had been convinced by that. I'm still unconvinced. I want to hear this argument. Dan I, Bongino. I I, I I saw so many photos that that were linked, and I was like, he's fucking right. Bongino, and Bongino is real catty about it whenever you ask him about his race. And in the past, he has actually said he's white. Apparently. Well, I don't deny that Bongino has an Italian parent. I never have. But my opinion was that he his other parent was black or mulatto because he does certain black features like the kinky hair and the wide nose and, and, and the skin tone is not exactly like a tan. Like Vin Diesel is like a tan white person when he's dark. Dan Bongino has that like chocolate mocha thing that is is a black uh, tone. No, I saw but the I, evidence. I, however, white however I am willing to be wrong. I'm willing to be wrong on this. I'd be willing to be wrong with Dan Bongino. Is more convincing to me than Stryker because he's (laughs) he always has this low threshold. Listen on this. When when Bongino (laughs) stops banning any Semitism off Rumble, then he can be white, all right? Until then, he's just a stupid nigger. That's what I'm going. I don't know, dude. I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, this dude looks like a fucking mulatto. But then again, what's whiter than denying anti-Semitism on a fucking platform that you? That's true. No, blacks, dude, dude. No, because every fucking nigger's done done it now too. Since the Kanye West thing, every other nigger has done it. Is is we? I think we've pointed this out before. You can, you can LARP as being biracial as a white conservative, and no Mm. one's ever going to call you out. Like none of your fellow conservatives will be like, yeah, that person's actually white. They're never going to do that. They're going to help okay, perpetuate the fantasy. I'm biracist. I want, I want Sven's weigh in on this. Oh. I want, I want him to weigh in. Here's a picture. It's a very high-resolution photo of Dan Bongino I up mean, close. That looks to me like a, at least a quarter black. This dude looks that, like a quadruple. That's a nigga. That's a nigga. That's a nigga. And, I, up have, on the screen. and I have brown eyes, and I'm saying that. This is, just, this is only bad for me. That's a nigga. Well, then. Like, <sighs> look. Let's, let's the hair, hold up, hold up. The hair isn't actually nappy. It's just very close cropped, and it's unfortunately he's dyeing it that black is he color. Doing the, is he doing the trick? The 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 what's the the, the talcum? talcum yeah, he's X doing trick, the talcum. He looks like he's doing the talcum X, but that that nose is so wide. Yo, Sean King looks way whiter than this dude. Look yeah, the wide nose, and just like there's number and the coloring. It's not I'm, like an I'm Italian thinking. Coloring. I'm thinking there's Indio in there. I'm thinking there's some kind of mestizo happening. Could here. be. That's Could what be. I always got out of Bongino. I was like, oh, that's Italian. Yeah, sure. Is definitely there's definitely a question mark here. Um, and not that it even it doesn't really even matter because he's like a conservative, but like so, you know, maybe those, maybe those are the ones that get away with this. That's what I'm saying. Like he's not right. trumpeting that he's not he's not trumpeting that he's not white, and he's conservative. He doesn't talk about maybe he it. is he, white. He doesn't talk about his race. He's usually he's Italian, which is definitely true, but mm-hmm. he doesn't talk about his race. He's doing the trick that a lot of these white people do whenever they're pretending to be black, where they make their appearance sort of uh, confirms the black standard, and then mm-hmm. people just identify them as black, and they just don't say anything about it. Like, you know, okay, I guess you know what he is. Black. He's always said he's Italian. That's you all know what he is. He's only ever said like I'm Italian. I'm Italian. That's, he's, that's a Den- he's, he's a Dennis Hopper Italian. He's a true romance Italian. <laughs> he's from that. He's from that scene. Sicilians. 
spawned by niggas. Like he's just he's just <laughs> one of those. I don't even dude, this dude just looks like a nigger. That's just not so so your great 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 grandma. I'm still not convinced, man. This picture, I'm looking at it, I'm like I'm not convinced. Um, I don't think he's white. I don't think he's totally white. This I don't think he's white. I saw other photos, and I was I was quite convinced. Because he's very, right. he's very, he's very tan in that. He's very dark. But he's he, the thing is, he gets he has the thing where he has never said he's black. So for him, he just lets other people draw that's that conclusion, and if yeah. they draw it, see that's where Sean King fucked up. <clears throat> yeah, he said he was black, and it's like literally he's not black. Like his fam- you find his fa- the other thing would be let's see Dan Bongino's family members. Does he have brothers and sisters? What do his parents look like? Is that known? I don't know. It's not something I'm interested enough to really follow up. I know what his kids look like. They just look white. And I th- well, probably kid. yeah. You would figure that. Dude see, look at that. Look at that. Look at that straight yeah. hair. Look at that straight hair on top. That's slick back. That's not nigger but hair. That face though. Dude, I that know face, the that, face that is wide like face. It's not a white person. He's got face. that Giga Chad jaw going on, and but he's got the wide nose. That's what gets it for me. Yes, yeah, uh, he's got that nigger nose. That looks like a nigga. That looks like a nigga. No, more true romance references. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Should, that was true should, romance. What was that? The first these yeah, guys true romance. Same as same as the Sicilians were respond by niggers speech. It's the same film. Sounds like a nigga name, Clarence Worley. It's yeah, fucking Gary Oldman saying that. All right, yeah. so here he is under like un, under okay under favorable lighting. There you go. You got a different. You get the, you get the different temperature still. LEDs. He's just got a good lantern jaw. It's the nose that makes him look not white. It's that that nose. It's that is, wide nose. Maybe he smashed his face. Maybe he just got that bad, that you know the bad gene got through there. You know, that's the thing. Like racial doesn't have know, race, race doesn't have a hard line. You know, this this is what our enemies try to use against us. Is like, like Dan Bongino is like edges. the most confusing of all people, though. It's like he's a fuzzy edge white. He? He's a fuzzy edge white. Like here he is doing the Sean King or Sean. What the hell's his name? Yeah, Sean King. Like get the the hair is shaved real close. Am I? Am I not? What am I? What am yeah, I? He should, he should if he Who had like I? a if he had like a full like flowing like if he had like a a, a cut like you or I have Sven, then maybe yeah. it, would go, it would be different. But like a normal white person's haircut. But but here's the thing: Alex is also bald and has a wide nose. Yet he is white. He clearly is white. No, his nose. Although is alkaline. blacks thought that you were part black. That's an alkaline. Yeah, they nose. did. They did. I've never, no, no, he's I've never corrected them See, on that. here's another picture. Wait, just play it. Just, just go with it. <laughs> so he has, he might get privileges. He, he might has get privileges. more hair here, but it looks like he's trying to look like he's not white. The way he's got right. pasted yeah, down, he's doing. Something. It's like a nigga helmet. He's got like the he's, helmet. He might going just be on. like, okay, I, I have. He might just be like, okay, like I kind of maybe there's a gray area here. Let me play up as much non-white stuff as I can. See if I can get privileges, and it worked. When I go back on Twitter, my account is going to be. Alex Mohammed McNabb Bay. <laughs> right. I created an account last night and I already lost it. I was called Svenlon Muscles. <laughs> it's already banned. Banned during the sign-up process. I'm not. So I'm not going back. That, Holy shit! Going. Holy shit! Hold up. All right. Okay. He's white. I, what? The what are you fuck? gonna do? What are you gonna do? There he is. That's that's Dan Bongino as a white man. Several years ago, that looks. That's a decades-old photo. Obviously, you're assuming that because he's a cop. No, I'm looking at the skin tone. The nose is not as wide there because he hasn't aged out as much. Like the DNA is not broken down. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. The hair is. Oh, that hair's got. Honestly, that, mm, I don't know. Given the New York City framework here, if I had seen that guy not in a cop uniform, right, I might think he was a Jew. Hold up. Here's here's the best test of whether or not Dan Bongino is black or not. Are you ready? One, what, que- yeah. one question. Just one question. 
Would you drop a turpentine bomb on him from a biplane? No. Then he's white. Mm. Those are the rules. I would not drop napalm on this man. No. That just means he's not a gook. (laughs) Sorry. That was uncalled for. I wouldn't do it to them either. I know. That was was uncalled for. Just because the Jews want to do that. That's not my problem. But anyway, so I want to – we could talk about Twitter here for a second. So here – is my theory on Twitter and Musk, and I am happy the fuck? to be proven wrong. Hold up, now, now, right. now, now he's I like guess. a now he's like a Southeast Pacific Islander, and now, now he looks like a Filipino. Yeah, now he <laughs> now he's now he's like my old coworkers, like heating up like the heating up the octopus tentacles Gino. in the in the in the company microwave, ruining the break room. Instead of like hours. a man for all seasons, he's like a man for all races. Like for he could be <laughs> what he could literally be anything. He's like the ultimate mystery. Meat. It's like, oh, yeah, I can, it depends on how he does. He can change his haircut, and he could be white, black, or Filipino. Oh, my God. Anyway. This is a good segment. I didn't think it was. <laughs> Where did this come from? He literally looks like a Filipino. I am Camargino. Like <laughs> I am from Philippines. Too bad he's not as based. Because <laughs> no, right? they fucking hate Jews. In the I, know, I know I've showed this photo off before. This is Vin Diesel and his twin brother. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. The, the 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 book is closed. That dude is white. Oh my god! Yeah, look at that. This is his that twin brother. His, wife. <laughs> his brother should have been yeah. the actor. That's his twin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, well, like Vin Diesel looks like a Port. Like, Vin Diesel looks like a Puerto Rican. Looking. That's just what Puerto Ricans look like. Vin Diesel. That's just yeah. like the whole, <laughs> the way the the way the nose kind of like and the and the and the yeah the big two front teeth and how it slopes forward. Basically, here's what you do if you are kind of like. Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Uh, A white guy, if you want to be uh, considered non-white. You want to break your nose so your nose is kind of wide and flat, and you want to tan and shave your head bald. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and well, then, you can, and then, and then now, you can kind of maybe thing. take that flare. Although Alex has all of those things, and he doesn't. I don't really. have the big fleshy lips. That's the problem. You got to have no, some you big fleshy lips. Well. Like you kind of do, though. A little bit, maybe I can <laughs> more so than me or Sven. I'm. I'll try this. I'll try this. I got good. Well, I'll I, try I to blackify myself. Could, I don't think you can do it though. <laughs> There's something about you that's white, even though you have some <laughs> of these about features. You. I can't. I can't explain it. Something about you, it. though, that you're white. I don't know what it is. Some. Reason, I don't know. I just get this feeling like you're fucking white. I don't know what it's it like, is. It's like it's like it's almost like you used to work for a living, <laughs> and you have like opinions and shit, and like you know things. <laughs> There's that. Um, yeah, so you want to go on to Twitter? I'm looking I want to talk about right what I think is going on with Elon Musk. Ellen, or Elon. Ellen. I don't know how to say it. Elon, Ellen, every time, whatever. Someone Elon says, Musk. I'm, I'm thinking really hard about to burnify myself. Elon Musk could pretend to be black. He is African American, after all. Wait a minute. Yes. Anyway. So that won't work. He could, but he's got that kind of big square jaw thing going on, like Dan Bongino, you know? He's so pasty um, though; it'll never work. But he's already—he's too white, yeah. yeah. He's obviously, and and anyway, um, <laughs> oh he, God, here's what me. I think is going on here. Yeah. Um, and I, I looked up to see if there's any Jews 
that are in fact supportive of him. And I found some some writings by some Jews to that that are that are in fact sort of cautiously supportive of this. And what I think is happening is that initially Jews were horrified by this and they blocked it and they put all kinds of crazy things in place to block it. But over time, negotiations happened and discussions happened. And ultimately, even at some point in early October, uh, Jonathan Greenblatt came around and he said something that was sort of like backhandedly complimentary about Musk or like saying he's like today's Henry Ford or something, which I don't think was an accident. I think that was calculated in some way. I don't even want to analyze it too far, but he had to remove it and say he was sorry because everybody's like, you know, the I mean, I don't think Jonathan Greenblatt is that dumb because when he said that it was like, okay, so now every, all these Jews are like, yeah, but Henry Ford is an anti-Semite, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, I have seen some things in the Jewish press about why they think it would be a good thing for, Elon Musk to take over Twitter. Here's my theory. For Jews, um, libtards don't make good discussion moderators because Jews need, as we've talked about, they need some kind of a relatively robust conservatism well, as a catch-all. A there. They, they well, don't make good discussion moderators because they don't want you to have discussion. Well, they believe the That's, bullshit. They don't right. understand. See, again, you're jumping to the end. They don't, of they don't understand. They don't understand they're living in a Jewish like fishbowl, like make-believe reality, right? They don't understand the value of Finkel. Right, right, right. They don't understand the value of the of the appearance of dialogue, yep. dissent, and opposing exactly. sides that Jews as the oligarchs need. So they are zealots. They will shut down anything that's not their point of view, and they will do it aggressively. However, if you then so, – so they're not good for Twitter because they raise everyone's hackles and they shut down the half of the conversation that Jews need to maintain a stable – a stable rule, right? And in fact, the destabilization of the liberal conservative paradigm is one of the features of this of of, of the kind of the, of society we've been going into for the last six or eight years, where um, th that that the sort of moderate conservatism and moderate liberalism are no longer in dialogue, are no longer switching sides in the government, etc. And liberals have just gotten completely extreme. And many Jews as well have gotten completely radical and extreme in their views, but they cannot – they are totalitarians. They will uh -huh. not tolerate even – like they, they don't see a difference between us and Charlie Kirk. Like there are libtards that will literally – like you saw those people when Gavin McGinnis and that fucking Jew Alex Stein went to go give a talk at some university the other day. Like those libtards came out and they were like absolutely rabid. And there's that video Alex Stein did of himself, mm. like laughing at all the crazy libtards, and they were like screaming with this just utter like zombie like fucking mm -hmm. crazy hate in their eyes. So you can't trust these people to moderate pub like the the public forum, the the thing. So you need to have a conservative do it, because a conservative has two advantages: one, they'll let libtards say anything they want, and two, they know the line between acceptable conservatism and Nazism. They know where to draw the line, where libtards don't. Everything is Nazism, and everything has to be shut down. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. need a robust but 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 toothless conservatism as a catch yes. basin for the right wing and for the majority of whites and all that stuff. And this is borne out by this article I found by a Jew, Jonathan Tobin, in Washington Jewish Week, it's also been syndicated across several different Jewish papers around the country. It says, should everyone be afraid 
of Elon Musk buying Twitter. And his conclusion at the end is, um, uh, to date, the ADL has kept quiet about Musk's bid. That's not true. But the group has become a pillar of the left. So they actually criticize the ADL of the left liberal consensus about the need to squelch free speech on the Internet. As part of its general shift from a Jewish defense agency to a highly partisan liberal advocacy group, the ADL's traditional stand in favor of curbing hate has been weaponized in order to support censorship. Were the targets of this effort solely neo-Nazis, far-right extremists, or their counterparts on the far left, along with black nationalists and Islamists, who also spread hate and anti-Semitism, the ADL's stance in favor of restricting online speech would be more defensible. Though such power could just easily be deployed against pro-Israel Jews. But as some of us predicted only a few years ago, legitimizing censoring of speech never stops with just the most egregious speakers. The slippery slope from censoring Nazis to shutting down any political speech or reporting that powerful people dislike was always apparent. What's interesting is the assumption that is this a, the assumption that's never spoken that it's Jews that are going to be doing this, which is funny. Yeah. But he would never confess that to, that is an assumption, but it's obviously baked in here. The trip down that slope was faster than many thought. That's where Musk comes in. The 51-year-old native of South Africa, whose success, blah, 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 blah. Musk is far from a doctrinaire conservative. His mostly libertarian beliefs are hard to pigeonhole, and at various times he's shown as much sympathy for Democrats and the left as Republicans and the right. But he does seem fairly consistent in a belief in free speech. Um, so basically, ultimately, he comes around to just saying Musk is probably the best man to to run Twitter because he, he'll be. Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. Be able to know what kind of right wing beliefs to accept and which ones to 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 censor. Which I think the ultimate agreement that they came to, that Jews and Musk came to behind the scenes in these in these several months uh, since the bid was first announced publicly. So that's what I think is going on. So we'll try and get back on. We'll see how long this lasts. Kanye's back. And uh, we'll see if I'm, I'm right. I'm or not trying to get back on until I've observed that things have genuinely changed. Yeah, right? and until I, I know that there's been code changes and policy changes, I'm hey, not going to have another account. Kanye, not wasting time right now. Kanye West's account is unbanned. <laughs> That's what I was uh, told this morning. All right. I'm looking let's, at it right now. Look, I'm looking at it right let's now. Look, let's unpack that a little bit. His is he tweeting? Was, he has not it, tweeted, no. And the tweet it is. It was not suspended in the permanent fashion that they do, where the account's oh. just it's fucking gone. It was locked. It was locked the whole time. <laughs> so people saying that it was like unbanned, I don't know. I don't know about that. Until I see well, a tweet, I'm not convinced. It's not. Well, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Yeah, well, the thing was, though, that you couldn't get to it. You couldn't look yeah, at now it. You can Are you sure? Because I, I just remember it being locked. No, it went from locked to sus- to actually suspended. They they basically, at some point, they went. Because sometimes they do it. They lock it down, and then they just suspend it. They're never going to give it back. So they had come to the decision to never. He was never getting it back. That's for sure. Like him getting it back now is because Elon Musk did that. I'm confident of that. Mm-hmm. But there might also be like Kanye West isn't is like not going to tweet on it. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I, I do believe it's not a coincidence that 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 Elon Musk is. is the well, you know what Elon Musk. You know what Elon. Now. You know what Elon Musk is working on this morning, right? Get, get so he's digging into the code, looking at bans and shadow bans. Well, no, spe- specifically, he's trying to. He's looking into getting cat turd. Unshadow banned. Cats are a very, right. very Thank dangerous God. thinker. Very, very cat important. Turd, this is exactly my point. Yeah, that's who he's going to do. Libtards look at cat turd. Yeah, like cat turd is cat turd. There's no better name for a fucking 
piece of shit. That is MAGA literally account. just well it's named. The best fucking name. account. I hate that account. That account is the is so. That guy. It's like I don't even. The guy doesn't see anything got, of value. I actually got some commentary from Jonathan Greenblatt though. Whoops. He says I was cautiously optimistic that Elon Musk would take the concerns of civil society to heart. But developments over the past two weeks have been troubling. This includes, but is not limited to, Mr. Musk warmly welcoming back Ye to Twitter after Ye made anti-Semitic comments on Instagram and was booted off the platform. I worry that this will be indicative of Mr. Musk's approach to content moderation on the platform, he added. I like how he says civil society, implying that yeah. it's not just like fucking yeah. Jews. Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely a bit of a tug of war here between between Greenblatt. Who Now, the thing is... It's not that Greenblatt is like so much of a left liberal. It's that Greenblatt is like he he's like a he's like a sledgehammer, right? He, he's like he has no uh, subtlety or, no. Um, you know, he, like like everyone talks about. Abe Foxman had this subtlety to how he worked, where he was much more effective at doing what Jews wanted without appearing to be obviously wielding the power. Greenblatt has essentially through his actions, pulled the veil back and shown, yes, indeed, it is Jews that ultimately are making decisions on who yeah. gets to say what. Yeah, because Abe, Abe Foxman would, would let things slide. Like, yeah, you, you can say that Jews controlled media. I mean, not control media. The Jews are overrepresented. Just don't say that we control it. Well, what Abe Foxman would do was he would take the stance of the underdog. He would take he, he would just take the position of the underdog and get Jewish groups to, like, do letter writing campaigns or something, which then they could say these affected some Gentile in charge who then <laughs> took pity and made the change yeah. because he didn't like bigotry. Jonathan Greenblatt goes out there and says, I demand you do this now. And if you don't, you're going to get punished. And so it's just it, it's like mask off. Right. Right. But Abe, I mean, it was still Abe Fox. It was still Jews telling people what to do with Abe Foxman. He was just much better at being subtle. That's all. So, so you know, and in fact, that's one of the main Jewish complaints about Greenblatt is his lack of subtlety. That's what this guy complains well, about this, in this article. It's the same complaint you have with Jews like <laughs> all over the system. It's like look at Hollywood, right? The lack of right. subtlety it's, and creativity. Like, they're just they don't know. They're just they're just a sledgehammer right. now. We call this regression to the heeb. Um, <laughs> Because yep. basically these are Jews that are just not clever anymore. They're right. not smart. Right. Their ancestors had to be smarter, and they're not. Like they're Lindelof just on inertia. And Jonathan Greenblatt are cut from the same cloth. Just, you know, like they're they're like not as intelligent Jews that are just drunk on power and have never not had power and privilege their whole life. So they don't know how to pretend to be an underdog, mm -hmm. like Abe Foxman and his kind did. Right. So, and this is inevitable that as elites get comfortable, they get stupider and more decadent. And Greenblatt is just an outcome of that. Uh, he's just a, he's just a Jew that grew up with power and privilege his whole life, and, and people telling him able to tell people what to do, and he's just not been said no to. And he does still to this point, you know, the pushback he gets, he just he can just squash it. I mean, he's effectively the president of the United States. Uh, I mean, he sets speech policy. Um. It's really funny when, you know, I was talking to that Jew, Peter Savodnik, and a few other Jewish journalists that I've spoken to, and I mentioned the ADL and censorship, and they just straight would deny that it's going on. But here, this Jew is, is, is also just acknowledging it. Like, everyone understands, like, if you, if you don't get that, if, you, if you're not going to acknowledge the truth that the ADL controls online speech on all the big platforms, you're lying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're a liar. You're just lying. So there's no reason to talk to you. Well, they try to yeah. yeah, they try to position themselves like <laughs> ADL is just 
you know, on the side of human decency and everybody just agrees that anti-Semitism is bad. Like that's what they tried right. to pull with the Kanye stuff a little bit. It was like, well, he's just, you know, he's just getting, he's experiencing these consequences because oh. it's just, it's just morally universally wrong what he's, what he's saying. So people don't want to, people don't want to put up with that. Yeah. We were reading an article in the Atlantic last night by Yair Rosenberg where he oh, specifically God. says – it's actually funny. I wanted to comment on this for a second. He says um, – he does the agonizing catch-22 bit, but he <laughs> makes sure in the article to say when somebody like Kanye West comes out and they do an anti-Semitism, Jews are presented with the catch-22. And he says this. He's like, because if Jews speak up and non-Gentile society – Gives or non-Jewish society says non-Jewish society gives a consequence to the anti-Semite. This vindicates in their mind anti-Semites. Well, where's the non-Jewish society? But let me let me just right right right. But but if Jews don't speak up, then the anti-Semitism continues unabated. Now this doesn't make sense because if non-Jewish society is willing to punish anti-Semitism, right? Why do Jews need to speak up? Right. Why do they have to speak up? Because it's like because because essentially even even baked into yeah Rosenberg's agonizing catch twenty two is the assumption that Jews are the ones that will be giving the consequences. Because if Gentiles, it's if non Jewish really society, though that's just a calculation. It's calculated risk. It's like okay, I gotta sure, weigh these but, two things. But he's trying to he's trying to present the actual calculated risk risk that Jews have to weigh in their minds. But then lie and say that it's non-Jewish society that will do the punishing when it's not. It's I mean, Jews I, I think it. I think by framing it as a catch twenty-two, he's like, "Oh, it's poor Jews. We lose every either way. Oh, this is so sad for us." Yeah, he's doing that, but it's also like it's only it would only be a catch twenty-two if Jews were actually in charge. Because think about this: mm-hmm. if non-Jewish society will give the consequence for anti-Semitism, why do Jews need to say anything? That's true. Is it, is it particularly from someone like Kanye West? If it's somebody who's like lower down the totem pole and maybe nobody would notice, fine. Only Jews would know about this lesser person. But if it's Kanye West, the most famous nigger in the world, well, everybody sees the anti-Semitism. So why do Jews need to speak up at all? Wouldn't Gentile, non-Jewish society just be like, we don't like anti-Semitism. You're punished. And Jews mm. can just be like, oh, thank you. Like, if that were the case. Hmm. So his catch-22 saying, why would Jews need to speak up about Kanye West at all? It should just happen if, if this is something unacceptable to everybody else. But as I've been saying, I don't think it is unacceptable. Like, here's one thing that's definitely true. Whatever people are thinking or getting out of the Kanye West thing, nobody except Jews and maybe certain buttcoys are mad. No. Like, the average normie isn't mad about it. Even if they, like, aren't being red-pilled about it or whatever – they're not angry. They're not outraged. Right. They're not offended. It's they're just not, like, they're, oh. they're not mad on behalf of Jews and Jews. Are no, no, really upset about that. too. Yeah, No one is mad on behalf of Jews, except for Jews and maybe some of the more extreme, like bought in butt boys. And even then, those people weren't doing it for privileges. A lot of people are just like, why did he have to do that? Now I can't now I can't be a Kanye enjoyer. Like now I can't buy these stupid shoes. Well, who's doing that? I don't know. I'm just saying like that's that's the best that they've got. You know what I mean? Like people aren't mad. I've just seen most. I've just seen people being like, "Yeah, he's right." Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the bigger. I said the best they've got is like somebody yeah. isn't mad at him for being anti-Jewish or mad at him <laughs> for like, ah, you know, this was the rules and you're not supposed to do that. Why'd you have to do well, that? that? <laughs> now, now, you know, I just wanna, I just wanna live my life and I wanna just, you know. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. 
brightstuff.biz slash paywall. I want to buy the foam runners and... Well, here's the thing. Some ugly-ass shoes, man. I'm Everybody knows. Fucking things. I feel like everyone knows. I feel like the red pill isn't even that Jews run the media. It's like, do you care or not? Yeah. Because like, everybody knows it. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's like everyone knows it. Like, I mean, it's not... Uh, when I was when I was a kid, I felt like this wasn't even a controversial thing to say. Like when I was in high school and older than that, like I was just yeah, just on the media. Yeah, I mean, I was at that point when I was still like kind of a liberal slash leftist. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they run that. That's just their thing. It's just what they do, man. I mean, that was my initial position on it, but I never I, was under the impression that they didn't run it. You know, the amazing thing that occurred recently to me is you you point this out. Yeah, well. Yeah, the media's corrupt, and yeah, Jews run it, but I know, my brain's not making any connection. Between Those two, two aren't things. related. <laughs> well, just, just, <laughs> there's a couple of ways of looking at that. There's a couple of ways of looking at that. One is it's someone who is just, like, not particularly interested in weighing in on matters of public importance anyway. They're just sort of whatever, the people in charge of the people in charge, not my problem. There's also the cope of, like, somebody who doesn't understand how to react to something like that. Like they're just that they're that they're, you know, like that guy who who the conversation with you were showing on Telegram. Um, he said he had a similar reaction to to Daryl Brooks. Oh, I didn't know that he was he was a race thing. Oh well, justice is served. You know, like again, just sort of like I'm not involved. That just seems to me to be a person reluctant to weigh in on controversial matters. I think, I think I think what it is is that generally speaking, right wingers in this country don't want to think in that at that level of abstraction, right. of systematizing and looking from the top down and be like, huh, yeah, well, it looks like the power as... relations here not in our interest. Right. They don't want to be they seen as monsters. Wanna... Well, we that, automatically right? think like that, and I think a problem is we tend to project that onto these dumbass conservatives who just don't. Right. Just don't conservatives are not. There's the monster thing too, but I think it goes deeper than that. I think it is exactly that. They're not systematic thinkers. They're not problem solvers. Right. They're not. They, they're not like they because they, they they approach because conservatives. I imagine always... in every other aspect of life they are. Just well, not with yes, this face. In terms with this, of like okay, face with this, of... face with this moral taboo. taboo Yes, they shut all that off and make an exception, mm-hmm. and will say anything right. to get out of analyzing it further. Because because they would they would just right. reveal to themselves that they know. Because I there's actually some... think that there's something to what you're saying as well. What, what what precisely the psychological mechanism we don't know, but we do know that they are extremely reluctant to do a systematic like power structural analysis of mm-hmm. politics. And the way you typically get conservatives exercised and and, and animated about something is on single issues, mm-hmm. single, abortion, single issues, COVID, personality, yeah, yeah. COVID, yeah. Yeah, I love Trump. I hate COVID restrictions. I hate abortion. Uh, and whatever you think about any of those issues, we would always try and take those issues and relate them to a larger structural issue about here's why you don't get you what you want. Or here's why they're pretending to give you what you want, but it's fake. Here's why. Here's right. how it works. And they're just they don't want to. They just don't. And I, I this my whole life. I've had this fundamental problem in talking to sort of bought in conservatives is that they are just reluctant to analyze a, a power system. Generally, because analyzing that way then means, oh, I'm just locked out of the power system. Yes. And now, in order there's to have a voice, I need to overthrow it. That's too hard. It's basically there's nothing in it for me to say that this is bullshit. If I just pretend it's not bullshit, then right. there's I get to play the game. I get to be my hands right. on the levers of power. I get to uh, I get to play act. Because at, the, yeah. the idea of like the fact that we have to throw these people out and start over. It's just yeah. that's too much for them. They're, they're, you know, they're not revolutionary. The fact that like the, you, have, you have you have two options to vote. And the one that's supposed to be your option isn't isn't actually fighting for you. 
is actually help fighting against you. That's like way too much. Like, whoa, I can't do it. What are you going to do? A third player? You're crazy. We just got to right. just hunker down and yeah. like, support these people harder. Like, for example, McGregor was saying in his latest column that uh, one of the problems, and, and he was sort of right, one of the problems that the, the regime is having with this Ukraine thing is that, the, as he said it, like, the electorate is rapidly losing interest in this. And as it, as it turns out, um, Republicans are not interested in the Ukraine conflict particularly. Only 29% of them say we have an obligation to help Ukraine. So that's 71%. Of Republican voters say the United States has no obligation to help Ukraine. That is like a blowout majority. Okay. And well, that is why Kevin they McCarthy. Did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. Sure, but here's the thing. Here's here's the problem. That is why Kevin McCarthy is out there hinting that should the Republicans win the midterms, Ukraine funding will be cut. But Mitch McConnell has been out there saying, Don't worry about it. There's nothing that will ever make us fu- cut Ukraine funding, which is the truth. Which is the truth. So if you're voting Republican in hopes that like, hey, let's stop sending like another $50 billion. What is like every fucking week? It's another billion dollar package is announced. It was 40 billion and 80 billion. Now another 50 billion is going like it's like every fucking two or three weeks. It's another package goes like these people are just burning the money. And the reason is because it's not just the military. We are paying for the functioning of the Ukrainian state. If those packages don't go through. The checks for the Ukrainian government workers don't cash and the fucking state collapses. Yeah. That's why that money has to go. Another 50 billion, another 50 billion. It's literally their entire budget for that entire state is being covered by America. I, I, I'm not joking about that. Like the Ukraine, the country has no way to have money other than us giving it to them. They cannot raise revenue for themselves because of the situation. So literally, that state apparatus would collapse if we didn't inject like $50 billion every few weeks. So yep. that's the truth. And that's why, that's why they are freaking out at the idea that Kevin McCarthy would even hint that they would cut it. Of course, they won't. Even if Republicans do win in the midterms, they're not going to cut anything. Oh no! So we're just ha- understand. I mean, no, that's they, not a hard prediction just, to make either. They just unveiled today the, uh, <coughs> they just unveiled today the uh, Social Security debate. Republicans are going to cut Social Security. That's what they're screaming about now about the midterms. So, so they decided to lose after all. So they had come back in the polls by attacking Democrats on crime and Ukraine, and now they're going to tank themselves again by attacking Social Security. Good job, Republicans. I don't think they, I don't think they actually have attacked Social Security. I think that's that's just the tactic. Like that's just what's trending on Twitter today. Like, oh, I don't know that anybody actually actually said anything. Oh, okay. It's just right. like the, it just feels like we're having this fake. We're having it's just like another fake debate. Like, nobody's cutting Social Security, ever. But the the reason I was saying that I think McGregor was wrong, because it's like he's talking about the electorate. It's like he's implying, he's kind of implying that there's an electoral way to get out for the United States to extract itself from Ukraine when there's not. No. Like, you cannot vote. But they do worry about public opinion, because one of the things they're having a problem with right now is military recruiting. Big problems. Big problems. And that means that if they can't recruit, decent military here ultimately which is not to say they're necessarily planning to go into ukraine but it's an option on the table for them and you better believe the pentagon is drawing up plans for this or has many different different scenarios of 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 entry of u.s direct entry into ukraine uh and they want to make sure that even if they don't end up doing that that they have Mm -hmm. the force level and training and manpower necessary if they decide to do it they want to always have the option on the table 
And so they are aggressively recruiting right now, even to the point of disregarding people who are doxed white nationalists. And in fact, it used to be that we would say if a recruiter calls you, just tell them you're a white nationalist and they'll get off the phone. But that doesn't even work anymore. Now they say, well, just don't talk about it or, you know, that whatever. Like, do you want to sign up, though? It's a $50,000 signing bonus. Like, you know, so um, what's funny I would, is, I would be like, well, let's negotiate on that one. Um, what's funny is so Stryker puts out this post on Telegram I, I where think, he got a tip from get, somebody who – Get the recruiter to agree. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. That You can wear this shirt. <laughs> dude, 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 they will. <laughs> if it comes down – no, the fact that they funded Azov Battalion is ev- all the evidence you need. If they need to, like, they will. Well, I want to form my own little Nazi battalion in the United States. They'll let you. <laughs> if it gets desperate enough, they will let you. This is what I made this prediction. We made this prediction. Now, I think it's, it's a bit of a prediction on the extreme side. They will let Americans go into battle against Russia with like Confederate banners flying if they need to. If it gets down to it, they will absolutely let you do that. And they will they will they will position the oh, narrative shit, such that Ukraine is just like the South. You're like Robert E. Lee fighting Abraham Lincoln, who was do, do I join the Nazi battalion? Do I join the Confederate battalion? Hmm. Yeah, they'll give you a rainbow Both? constellation of options. You'll also be able to fight right next door to the tranny and the Antifa battalion. You can back each other up because that's what goes on in Ukraine. But uh, yeah, but here's the interesting thing. So Stryker actually puts out this story he got from a tip that a guy he knew who was a Dox white nationalist who had even been investigated by the FBI was called and told that they would they would give him $30,000 and wipe his record clean if he signed an NDA and re-enlisted. He said no. He didn't want to do it. That. He didn't want to do it. And then Darren Beatty posted it on Revolver News, and then McGregor talked about it on his podcast. They talked about this claim. McGregor was skeptical. He's like, we don't have any evidence of that. It's a rumor. However, and then what he said was like, uh, you know, they might be doing that. I don't know. I can't confirm it, obviously. Mm. But then he was like, but what even does it mean if someone's accused of being a white nationalist? Or what? Then he went into attacking the idea oh my God. of like labeling people and banning them <sighs> to, uh, at all. nihilism on these terms now. Well, it wasn't quite that. Up. It wasn't quite that. What he was saying is he doesn't like the ability of the system to label people as something and then declare them persona non grata. Uh, which is sort of like a, a kind of a hedge because it's not condemning white nationalism, but it's not supporting it either. And it's kind of like a way to condemn. It's sort of like it's sort of like it's like the thing of like, I'm not going to identify with the bad thing, but I'm also going to criticize people in power for like banning. I don't know. It's a definite hedge position where it's not clear exactly what it means. Do we do we have some time for some Lindsay <laughs> Walker? uh <coughs> cringe here, Lindsey Graham. No, it's Lindsey Walker. Where so well, I don't know what. Is that Herschel, like the no, Walker? No. That's like the two right, of- Hour two. All right, we're done. <laughs> we do Lindsey Graham, Herschel Walker, Tuvix is <laughs> Lindsey Walker. He's both gay and retarded. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that after the break. We're gonna have the merch a minute, hopefully, and uh, we'll Lindsay be back Walker. with with uh, Lindsey Walker. That's very good. All I see are NPCs. We live in a society. We live in a society. 